Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, I have a standing running date with our good friend Chris Farley Thursdays from Pacers Running Stores. I'm just going to, I'm on air going to cancel oh, tomorrow. Thursday's I mean, going to be brutal. It's going to be 97 degrees. I just can't. Is that what they're saying? I, I just can't run in that sort of soup. I'm supposed I just can't to play, do it. I'm supposed to play golf tomorrow at Ra- Raspberry Falls yeah. in Leesburg, and I committed a couple weeks ago. Right. Man, I feel bad backing out on them, but I think I might have Plus, to. Plus, it's the British Open. You want to go home and watch that? I do. Yeah. I wasn't really thinking about that. I'm calling but my I, shot right now. I just I can't be done. Yeah. See, the thing about watching the British, you know, if you tee off at one, you pretty much missed all the coverage. Yeah. Because most of the of the prime coverage is true. It's earlier in the morning. It's going to be in the morning. But it kind of is all day. It goes constantly. to four. So yeah, I mean, if you tee off at twelve thirty or one, you're missing you know three hours. But man, I cannot play in that extreme heat. I'm not a heat player. I get. <laughs> I actually like playing in the heat because I feel like I, I lost ten pounds when I'm out there. Yeah, it's probably all water you weight. Love shedding the water weight. Yeah, but it's going to feel silly. Sure, it's like a workout. Yeah, I just don't want you know sunburn and uh, sweaty hands for eighteen holes. Right. Yeah. I mean, the club will just be slipping out of my hand all day. Yeah. Does that happen to you? It does. I get when real get sweat. sweaty. I get sweaty forearms, sweaty hands, and it, I just can't grip the club. Mm. Use. Uh, I have to, sometimes my hands get so sweaty. I have to use rain gloves. You I've do? done that before. Yeah, like like Tommy Two Gloves. Gainy. I, I've done that before. <laughs> so I don't know. Hopefully he's not listening right now. A lot of indoor activity through the weekend. I mean, Saturday and Sunday is supposed to be like 98 or 99 degrees. Think about that. I think I'm going to be in a dive. You, were la- all- you would have laughed yesterday. I don't know. Maybe at 4 o'clock there were some thunder boomers coming through. Yeah. Ashburn and I just had my laptop with the, my interactive radar up, right? Just watching the storms right? pop up, Jesus. just praying that You're they would hit nerd. my house. <laughs> you just get so size for that. I just wanted rain, man. I just wanted it to cool off. Right. I wanted rain for the uh, flowers and plants and trees. I just wanted rain <laughs> yesterday. It just it was. You're like an old hot. farmer. You need the rain for your crops. You would have laughed. And yeah, you're like my uncle Ronnie. <laughs> That's all I did yesterday was look at this freaking interactive radar. You just described my uncle Ronnie's entire 80 year existence. Yeah, yep. praying for rain. That's all. That's all you that want. Common. Let's go to Jose in Woodbridge. Let's see if the phones are working this morning. Jose, what's up, man? You're all in the junkies. Junkies, what it do? Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, hey, so um, when when the Kirk Cousins saga first started. My first thought was, you know, I think they got an ace in their hand with Nate Sudfeld. This is what I thought they thought. So uh, now that it, you know, that it's coming out, it, it's definitely seeming like they goofed it up. So I feel the only way they come out of this uh, not looking dumb is if Nate Sudfeld comes out and lights it up. I wouldn't describe so, him as an ace. Like I don't if, think if he's he going to play. If he were a playing card, he's more like a three. Only reason, the only way well, he plays is if the season goes to hell. Right. Yeah, I exactly. don't see a scenario where he really plays, though. I really don't. He's he is your well, prototypical developmental grasper third string quarterback. Correct. That's what he is. Absolutely. So what I thought was that they were gonna, you know, they they thought they had something in him. Um, so what I'm thinking is what to watch for at training camp is if you start to see him slip up into the second team reps, or if he starts getting some of those, then you know they're getting him ready for uh, when Kirk Cousins is out the door next year because they're not tagging him. Well, it, I think that they may tag him. I actually think they would, and they're not going to transition tag him. I think they may franchise him. I think Kirk thinks that. I think a lot of people are starting to realize that 
you know, if if the cap continues to go up the way Kirk <clears throat> describes and that hit is a less of a percentage even than it is now or last year, why, you know, why wouldn't they? They want to keep him. I, I really think it's but in why play. why would they do it just for a year? Well, because instead of making a $200 mistake, you make, you know, an extra $5 million mistake, you know, in oh, one man, particular it's just, year. It's just so stupid It's a to weird do way of doing business, but... I mean, when you know you're going to lose them after that year, why, they may would, you, not. why would you spend them the you know the thirty five million on them? They may not they may not lose them. I, I'm completely confused by the whole thing. I do think it all crystallized for me towards the end of the show yesterday, and, and we I, we talked about it, talked about it with John Kine that, and, and Andrew Brent even tweeted about it at some point. If you want to blame anything for this whole situation, blame the tag. The tag just made it very difficult to come to an agreement, and that's why like Le'Veon Bell and these other people can't. So for, because of the tag and also because the, the, the Redskins were trying to be real fiscally responsible, they only wanted him at a discount. Mm-hmm. And because of the tag and the power of that tag next year, Kirk only wanted a premium, right? And there was just no way to meet in the middle there. It was just almost no way a deal was going to get done. Well, if well, you listen tag... to Kirk, if God spoke to him, then he would have made his decision. All right, if God spoke to him. Because but, he claims that that's what but it's the all tag, about. The, t- the tag usually doesn't become a problem with quarterbacks well, because they usually come to an agreement a year or two before that's what i'm saying and that's where kirk is breaking the mold and i don't know if I. And that's where the skins botched it because they should have they come didn't have to the foresight they didn't have the foresight that kirk did right yes. you have to give like in a, in a chess match he he checkmated them about two years he's ago. so far ahead of them yeah i mean he just destroyed them and they're just they're that's kind of old school thinking they're behind and he's just wait he's like three moves ahead of them he really yeah. is, and 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 I and I, you don't know if I, if I'll take it to the extent where Florio <laughs> tweeted yesterday that he's making Aaron Rodgers and those guys look foolish, but he really is showing that there's no need for every quarterback a year before your your deal is up to lock in a deal at a below market rate. You know what could when you could just keep taking tags. I mean, this could be the new trend for young stud quarterbacks, until, and, and until, that salary structure could explode until someone gets hurt during that year. And right, they but, lose millions. But it's a gamble. You're gambling on yourself and your yeah. own abilities. But the other part of that equation that no one talks about, and I was talking to a guy who played in the league for ten years, and he said, "I guarantee you, they're taking out insurance policies on their own." Right? Mm-hmm. He says, "If I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm saying he says it's probably about I think what he say. He said it's probably about five hundred thousand for like a thirty million dollar, you know, or some crazy insurance policy." Mm-hmm. And and he'll have for injury, right? And so you know you're going to get 36 if they tag you if you get hurt. So you, you get your you're own still, insurance policy for 30 million. 30. Yeah. yeah, you just you for 500k well, you that invest would, that. That would be smart. And that's yeah. what most of the guys are probably doing. I mean, college guys get insurance policies. It's just nuts. Yeah. You and I disagree on the, the third franchise. I don't think they will, but well, let's we'll, see how it we'll plays see. out because no one thought they'd give him 20. We also, go back to the articles two years ago. No one thought they'd give him 20. And no. no one thought they would give him 24. But I don't think anybody thought that he would put up almost 10,000 yards in two seasons. Right After I they gave him 20, it made it easier. But I knew. I mean, when we predict this back in January, I always said. No, I'm talking about agent. like years ago. Like when this situation, you could start to see it coming. People were like, well, they're definitely not going to franchise. Well, years He's ago, not a franchise know, quarterback. Years ago, I didn't even know if he was a legitimate starter. Exactly. Once he was named the starter. Yeah, remember so he, just, was, he was throwing all those interceptions. Yeah, I, I, I understand. And I was one of those people who didn't think it w- that they would do that either. That's why, um, I mean, and no one, my buddy just texted me, heard me bail on golf. He's so bitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. But um, no one thought he would put up these numbers. Yeah. I didn't. 
Yeah. I didn't think I, I thought predict, it was good. I didn't think it was that good. I didn't predict fifty four touchdowns and, and nine thousand yards. I didn't think he'd be able to really no turn around that that, in, that interception gene he, he seemed to have, that turnover gene. Now he still had turnovers, of course. And he's had a ratio, few in big spots that people has. love to, to highlight the spotlight. He has. But the ratio got completely turned around. Yeah. He just, you know, took his game to another level. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. I think he's played them brilliantly. And I you know, I don't even know at this point if I blame the Redskins for not agreeing to a long-term deal because they don't want to overpay. So they're going to take it year by year, and we'll see what happens. I think I think he'll be here. I think I think he's going to be here next year. We're going to play some of the clips throughout the show. A couple of takeaways from the actual interview with Grant Danny. Number one, he points out he wants to wait and see what happens with the organization. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. Number two, he does talk about his faith. If you want to play that, this click clip 23 if you if you take him as genuine i know you've compared him to eddie haskell at times then i think he's pretty genuine I but think, i also I mean, think he's a politician and he's yeah. a little eddie haskell yeah yeah it's a hundred percent chance he sits there and his wife and complains about stuff yeah. of, of course. course every human does who is it iverson that had the clip find that one <clears throat> ain't nobody squeaky clean yes you know what i'm saying yeah i mean there's just no way that he believes everything he was saying on the show yesterday Not here's here's what no. kirk said about trusting his faith well, I think, first of all, what rarely ever gets reported um, is that ultimately this decision is not about anything more importantly than, than my faith. I mean, my faith is ultimately driving this decision. And uh, do I feel like the Lord is leading me to make this decision or that decision? And where does he give me peace? And I stood at rookie minicamp shortly after being drafted. And the questions I was receiving from media at that time were, it's a dead end. How do you feel about being here? It appears like your career is going to be put on pause now, and there really isn't any future for you here in Washington. Can you speak to that? And my answer then is my answer now. I'm going to trust in the Lord's plan for my life. He brought me to D.C. then. He had a plan for me. I didn't know if it was going to be for football or for something else, but he placed me in Washington, D.C. for a reason. I believe that with my whole heart. And as a result, I was content to be patient and allow time to to reveal that and to continue to just wait on the Lord. Well, the Lord's also going to place you in another city in a year. I don't know if I believe that anymore. He's going to place you in San Francisco or L.A. or Jacksonville or New York. And the Lord probably wants you to tithe at least 10% of your salary to the church. Yeah, you, yeah the church is butt-sized. Church is, yeah, the Lord the is probably Lord telling you that, too. The Lord would not turn that down. No, you certainly would, I would not. I wouldn't put it past that donk to tithe. I wouldn't either. Yeah. And it, plus, he can also justify. You can be cynical about the, the, the religious stuff if you want. I, I, I'm not going to be. I grew up in a religious family. Um, hasn't he also said that he wants to make a lot of this money so that he can do work like that and and I'm and sure donate that's I'm sure that's something that and build is a focus for him. Whatever I don't know orphanages or whatever yeah, I mean, he wants to do. He's a do gooder. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like he he would do the the fifty fifty raffle and give all of the money to charity. Yeah, yeah. You and he I would do the fifty fifty. We, we would take all the money ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we take it. That's the main difference. <laughs> because if it wasn't for the money and. And he wanted to stay here long term, right? Then he would have signed the five year one thirty three with the fifty three million dollar guarantee. No, but he knows that then, he can't do as much Lord's work with fifty three than he can with one hundred fifty. <laughs> you can yeah. do a lot of Lord's work with fifty three. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, but, but, you a lot more. Is, but my point is, you play you play well in those first two years, even though the third year wasn't guaranteed. And then all of a sudden, they say, "All right, the third year is guaranteed, and you make even more money." He could say it however he wants. The money is the. I think it's the primary motivation. Yeah, and it it always is. I also think it's the organization he talks about it. That's clip twenty four. 
as I said, it's a moving target. You know, there are all kinds of pieces that are changing. And as a result, I think it's best to just continue to reevaluate each year and see where you're at and, and, and where you want to be. And um, I would also say teammates. I mean, I have guys that I'm counting on. Like I said, Will Compton, uh, outstanding leader, Chris Thompson, uh, Terrell Pryor, even guys like Josh Norman and Trent Williams, they don't have a lot of guaranteed money left on their contracts. And so uh, it is helpful to see how a year goes and see how the roster is going to change and see where guys are headed and what direction things look after another 16 games and then be able to make a decision based off of that. So uh, I think th- those changes, are, I think, are all to the advantage of then just playing year to year and reevaluating on each year. But by no means does it mean I've, I've you know, tried to look, look away from the Redskins to go to a, a different place. That's not where my mind is. My mind is just on gathering more information and then seeing where we are. I, I generally take him at his word. Okay, but every team, every single team changes year to year. Right, but he has actually put himself in a position, Jason, where he can, to an extent, control. You know, I mean, they can still control him, but if he's going to stay there, they're going to have to pay him a super premium. No, I agree. And so he's just put himself in a great. He's I, like Daryl Revis himself. Daryl Revis, yeah, in this great. No, position. I agree with you that it's about the money. Don't give me the excuse that you need more time to see what direction the franchise is going. Well, he doesn't ev- want a long-term commitment. Because like I said single, yesterday, well, he doesn't single, want to get married yet. That's fine. But it's not because he wants to see who his receivers are well, in it 2019. Might, it might if, if, if all of the, who, who he decides are leaders. They're all, uh, they just all just go away, that. and it's just him, and they, they look like the Browns. And he's like, I really don't want to be here for the next three or four years. I just don't if buy you it. buy the narrative that he wants to go to San Francisco, it fits what he said. He wants to see how it works with Jay Gruden calling the plays. He wants to see how the offense goes and see how the team is. And if he doesn't love it, then he'll bounce to a different situation, which he'll like more. But do you also take him, and I do, that he thinks that the best scenario would be for him to stay here his whole career? You said Uh, that. I think that he says that in a theoretical way. I don't think he truly believes that at this moment. I, okay. think he, I think he believes that if the money I think he's right. landed in an exact spot where I guessed he was going to land, and my guess is he's not going to ultimately sign a long-term deal ever with the Washington Redskins. That's what I would bet no, on. But he, no, but he's going he's to sign. Even year, though he says no, no, it might be more likely. He is going to sign a long-term deal with somebody. Right. right. I'm just saying not and with the Redskins. might not be here. No, okay, no. but it's not because that team has great receivers. No, I think it's going to be after he's tagged three times, then he signs that. the long-term deal. And and. Don't put it past it being here if he balls out. All right. You believe that? I don't. But we'll I think see. it's possible. We'll see what happens. I just think it's less likely. If he balls out, they're not going to let him go like a Pro Bowl quarterback just walk over money. He's perfectly they, content to play year to year, as he said, and see what's happening. For one happening. more year. He's like a guy who wants to play the field and not get locked well, down they and get be- married. They better, if he balls out, they better get that long-term deal done before the – the, the deadline, 36? the deadline passes where they got to pay him the thirty six. All right, phone numbers eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. If you want to chime in on the Hadid carpet cleaning listener lines, you can also text us on the Thompson Creek Windows text machine. Standard message data charges may apply. And tweet us at Junks Radio on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.